Welcome back to Movie Talks. This is Daniel. This is Fernando. And uh, we have actually a, a lot of things going on just today. Um, but first off, we've uh, two new trailers has come out: the uh, the Flash and the new Fast and the Furious movie. Now, uh, Fernando, how long have you kept up with the Fast and the Furious franchise? I have actually. Um, just, what do you think of it first? See, here's the thing: I only watch them. Just to be over with the story. <laughs> you know, is there ever really a story with that? No, to be not at all. I no. think the only story was with the first two movies. First, yeah. Well, first, would you say first three? Well, what's okay. first two? Yeah, because in the first one we had, you know, the the racing, the actual real what what Fast and the Furious is about. You know what? Honestly, I, I don't think that any uh, any movie has actually given us like a full story. It's just been like within the same world. Yeah, but it's, it doesn't follow like a specific story. True. It was just like you know, here are them doing. Here's uh those guys doing it again, and yeah. Uh, do they race anymore? I don't think they ever. Do, you know, after the second one, they don't race. They do, but they don't really show it. Oh yeah, they they don't race. For, they just, they just like pretend to like race, and then they just come home with like brand new cars. And then become superheroes because apparently oh, yeah. no no one can die in that movie. So uh, we we just the new Fast and the Furious. Well, tell me what you think about it first of the trailer. The trailer. It's just it's been the same thing for the past like four movies. It's the same thing. I mean, I, I can see why it makes a lot of money because it it has good action, but they're so far away from what it originally started. Yeah, and it's the same. It, Basically, it's the same people, the same villains doing the same thing, but this time it's Jason Momoa, Aquaman, who is apparently okay. So it came. This is about with Fast Five. You know when they did the whole Brazil thing, and when they pull out the safe, and I guess the villain of that is the uh, of this one it was is the, the Rock. son of it. it no, was, no, it's not. Yeah, the Rock was in there, but it had that Cuban. That Cuban guy, Brazil. Brazilian guy. Yeah. I forgot what his name was. I don't remember. Who cares about their name? <laughs> but now Jason Momoa is mad because he killed his dad. So now he's going to go after Vin Diesel's family. It's always it's always about the family. And will Vin Diesel ever let anyone die in his family? Nope, nope, never. He I manages mean, to save every single one. Of them. Every single time he'll be he'll he'll fly through. He'll like have his car swinging through vines, going down a freaking building, and this one. Flying, flying off cliffs. Flying off cliffs. Yeah, <laughs> to a helicopter. So <laughs> at least I'll tell you what this one I'm expecting. At least in this one they don't show that they're in space. Oh, oh my God! Like you say, like the meme. There was like a meme where they go into space or something like that. I can't remember. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Did no, I did see thing? that. And and the whole thing that we were, people talked about is how the hell did Ludacris become a street hustler into some kind of cyber? Hacking, who knows how to do all these technical things? We're like, mm, yeah, go ahead, Ludacris. And what was their what was their explanation? Yeah, I had a life before you knew me. <laughs> well, talk about lazy writing, though. Well, hey, hey, if you a lot of money and a lot of just people going on there. Yeah. So, are we looking forward to it? See, I'm just gonna watch just to end the story. I need it to be over with. And I think I'm only gonna watch it one time, and that's it. I'm done. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's it's just action porn for for us right now for this. <laughs> I think the only times I, I actually play this movie is for my grandmother because she just likes watching action movies. Yeah. So I just play it for her to like have her sit still in one, in one place. Oh, God. <laughs> She'd be like, what's going on? What's the story about? What is all? 
Don't worry about it. Just Don't worry about it. It's like they have some cool explosions and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the other trailer that came out was The Flash, finally. And if you, if you don't know about Flash, uh, it's it's with flashpoints. I think there's different things that's going on there. They kind of showed it on there. But basically, Barry Allen's going to save his mom. And then it's a whole thing of what, well, if you play with time, what's going to happen. I mean, if you don't know about DC and you don't understand, this is like the primary Flash story that everyone has to know. Mm-hmm. That everyone wants to see, but I, I, it's been in the in the cartoons. It's been in some of the in the comics, and everyone loves. Well, even the, the TV Black show kind of did something like that with it. They've been actually. There's been a couple of shows already on Netflix that they show the Flashpoint. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. and it's great. Each one is unique, and it's I love all of them. But here's the thing with this one is with the whole controversial controversy of Ezra Miller being a cult leader and kidnapping people in Hawaii. You know, I was wondering what that was. Because yeah. I know, uh, here's the thing, I have nothing against Ezra Miller since I don't know anything about him. I think he actually does a good Barry Allen. But I know there's been controversy about him, but I never heard about it. Yeah, well, apparently after the movie was made, he went to Hawaii and we don't know if he got drunk, was he hot, well, he probably was drunk and high, but he was According to what I, I remember, is that he went on, he went to a hotel room, started banging on the doors, causing them ruckus. He, uh, I think he kidnapped a couple people and some, and you know, had them like become his followers or some of that. He went off the freaking rails. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And everyone's, you know, he's, of course, you know, the DC's having this whole thing. Well, we're not too uh, sure if we're going to keep. Uh, Ezra Miller or maybe he'll bring he'll still be Flash mm-hmm. but people are saying no you gotta get rid of this guy he's got he's done so much crazy things he's caused all this wreck. He, I mean I think I think he's even um, got a arre- yeah he got arrested a whole bunch of mm-hmm. course but oh that's crazy yeah and from what I mean these guys did it they didn't look into what this guy does on his free time or did it just happen all at once because you know these this type of thing has a trail I mean, no yeah. one just does it once. Yeah, it it all begins with something for everyone to keep doing it. Right. I mean, where did I, did it, they didn't look in his past? I mean, he does, he did crazy and very dark roles. And sometimes they're saying maybe that he got too deep in his character, but I don't know. I don't know about that. that. That's a yeah. thing. Well, here's the thing. It is, and there's a lot of controversy with that because I have a friend who's a really good actor, and she's told me before that she wants to do a book on getting out of roles. She wants to write a book on how to actually get out of that mentality because there's some people that get affected. For example, Heath Ledger, he was an antidepressant from the Joker. Yeah. So it is a it's a real thing. Oh yeah. I do have to agree with that because being into the character of, say, for example, of a, of a sociopath or a psychopath. You you enter and you learn things about yourself and the capabilities of that uh, of that person that you want to impersonate. So Heath Ledger had a lot of issues with that, and it it affects people. It really does affect depending you as a on person. the type of person you are. Because you can say that, but Daniel Day Lewis when he did uh, Bob the Bill the Butcher, and mm-hmm. he did uh, his rose. I mean, he went dark, dark, mm-hmm. and. 
I don't know. If, I've never heard anything of him going. I mean, I think he's pure method acting now too, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's all method acting. I mean, is it? I mean, I think he even got to a point where he didn't even break character when he was when the film you know stopped. Oh yeah, yeah. The same thing with Lincoln. He would go to Walmart in his Lincoln outfit. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, uh, what, uh, what, what kind of sorcery is this? <laughs> Self checkout machines. Mister President, uh, can I ask you a question? No. No, uh, uh, no, no, no. I, I, I gotta, I gotta actually, run. The horses are waiting. <laughs> actually, he had a very country, southern country accent, which I cannot do. But yeah. Uh, what with this movie, The Flash, I for me personally, I'm gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. I want to see what they're doing. Plus, the the thing what we talked about with uh, James Gunn, you know, moving this uh, franchise along with the uh, DCU is the Flash is the beginning of what's going to happen. Yeah, it Flash is the one that ties everything up but, or destroys it. And then this one has Michael Keaton's back as Batman. Oh my God, that was a shock for me. And I what, saw him as like this. Effing guy. <laughs> yeah. And, and he has the actual, you know, Tim Burton suit. He didn't, they didn't upgrade it or nothing. Mm-hmm. And I saw, okay, so there's a bike in there. And I don't know. I'm I'm hoping maybe they put Christian Bale in there. Maybe he went to see. No, no, no. I don't think that's going to happen. Ugh. Christian Bale is a different story. I know, but, but it's just, you can see that bike along. And I was, I don't know. That's the thing. If he does, I'm going to be so shocked. Just be in one world. Yeah. Just to be there in a second, just like, oh, give us some hope. Uh, they also have a super... Now, I don't know exactly who this character is, but of course there's a, no Superman in this movie. There has a super woman, super girl. I don't think it's super girl, girl. Meaning it's not um, Cal's cousin. I think it's Cal's cousin. Yeah, as super girl. It's a woman who's Superman. That makes sense. Do you think she likes to be referred to as a woman, though? I don't know. <laughs> so, Maybe she is she into those like non-pronoun things. Oh gosh, she's like, I am Superwoman, but do I am you, not her. DC do not be. Woke. <laughs> but you know the int- Okay, wait. Before we go, the interesting about that is okay. So from this trailer, she is captured by super by um by the army. Now, according to the Flashpoint, which I'm okay, we'll get past this. In the cartoon, they actually kidnapped Superman, put him into this, into this uh, prison, and kept him alive for uh, kept him in the dark for so long. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're doing the same thing what they did to him in the in the cartoon to her. I, I mean, know. it's I, I don't know that part. Oh, it's in the Flash uh, DC DC cartoons. It was in there, and I was think I, I just thought of it. This must be. A new universe, but the same type of story, which I am excited. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if they, and also there's other things that happen, but we won't go that far deep. But honestly, I can't wait for it. It's Even though with Ezra Miller's whole thing, I'm like, eh, you can, you know, we don't need to support him. Just support the MC, the DCU, because here's the thing, man. Who isn't in a cult anymore? That's that's the reality. You know how many symbolisms were in the in the NFL Super Bowl? Oh, there were gosh. so many symbolisms, and even even the the commercials. But anyways, that's a separate story. Yeah. All I'm saying is, Rowan is in a cult. You know, as long as you're not killing people or doing any harm, like I'm good. Well, speaking of cults, what happens when one day you are 
just become out of lives so out of nowhere and then these missed from your husband and these people just go to uh, visit your home for no apparent reason and this will happen in the movie mother from Darren Aronofsky uh, started from oh yeah yeah from yeah. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Javier Bardin Bardim Bardin I, I, that's hard to now first of all Javier Bardin my favorite actors you know from um, he's excellent No Country for Old Men oh yeah and this excellent one job. was such a Here's the thing. I he was such a he can play a role without saying anything, which is such a great thing about him. Mm-hmm. And well, you watch this is you said that this is one of your favorite movies. Yeah, it is. And so, what what do you take from this movie? Well, ooh, oh my God! All right, here we go. <laughs> well, first of all, let's uh, kind of give the audience like what is this movie about? Okay, so. It's kind of hard to explain, actually, without the synopsis of the movie. I think it would be better if you just look it up right now while I explain. Look up what the synopsis is because it's kind of hard to explain. Um, uh, so pretty much it's about this uh, woman and this guy who live in a, in a hill. I guess you could call it a hill. And it's just about their life story. And he writes something that is very important. And then he becomes so famous that people start killing in his name. Therefore, wink, wink, reference and symbolism to God and planet Earth. And Jennifer Lawrence as mother being planet. Mother Earth. Yeah. Planet. Which is kind of interesting because if you, when, you, when I looked at, uh, when I actually researched this, none of the characters really had names. Um, I think Javier was called uh, man or husband or him. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence's mother, Ed Harris, which I didn't thinking he was him and michelle pfeiffer was just man and woman mm-hmm. uh don male gleason and bro oh, and their brothers too they were in this movie for a short time mm-hmm. so um first of all let's what's the relationship between mother and javier uh they're lovers uh she's very young uh i think and it's funny because michelle pfeiffer she said oh you're like a generation younger than him <laughs> that is movie. true yeah I mean, she, I mean, if you, I don't know how much age different they are. If she said a generation, I want to say maybe like 15 or 16 years old. That's not that. Well, people are, people married at that time too. Well, not her being 16, but like 16 years apart, maybe 15, I want to say. What's weird is to think that Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer is about that same because she still looks, I mean, she still looks young. She looks great. She's actually one of my favorite actresses. I, I, you know, I wish there was more of her. You know, I mean, she she was in the new Ant Man, of course. Mm-hmm. But okay, so she her she her husband Javier is like a poet, and mm-hmm. he makes his great writings. And actually, he, they refer to him as the poet. Oh, is that his actual? Well, yeah, they refer to him as the poet. Huh. Mm-hmm. But he so he's there and he's writing all these. I, I, has he written a book or he's about to write? He has. But let me before we jump into that. Um, the, I love the symbolisms of this movie, okay? Because yeah. taking it out of watching the entire movie, like at least the first half is really, really boring. And that's why a lot of people walked out of the movie theaters when I went. Um, they walked out of it. They were complaining about it. But once you get past that, that first half, it's all chaos. It's okay. So for me, it did, it was slower. Mm-hmm. And it was, okay, for me personally, from Dar- from all Darren Aronofsky, Aronofsky films, this is my least favorite. Really? Or, okay, here's the thing. He has a unique, specific style. Mm-hmm. It's dark, it's gritty, and it has like, it's a, isn't it the shade? Like he has this 
color tone to it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it, it did have that same type of way, but it's this eerie, eerie feeling that I've always had. This one was just, I'm so confused. Well, at first it was very bright, but then it starts to get really, really dark. And that is actually made on purpose. Ah. So the reference to that, like we were mentioning earlier, is that she is Mother Earth and the poet is supposed to be God. So it, it, the movie pretty much tells you how much how selfish God can be. He's so selfish that he's willing to destroy his love, Earth, you know, the people around him. He's so selfish and so self-centered that he destroys everything out of his old, his, his selfishness, out of his uh, wanting wanting to be loved by people. So all the chaos that you saw in the movie is just people killing each other for under his name for like, whatever reasons. Like, like well, let's start been, from like no, like it's been in, like throughout our entire history. You know, there's been more deaths in this world in the name of Christ and in the name of God, then there has been any other wars. And that's actually what the movie's trying to tell you. What in any gods, I mean, any can, gods, yeah. any God, any God, but there's been more name, more deaths on the name of God than any other wars. Well, there's been so many more deaths. I can see that, but that's just because religion. Well, no, I want to say the interpretation, interpretation of what they, seeing him no no that's just his word is law is pretty much what it's saying and if you see if you if you notice they start once jennifer lawrence has her baby they start eating her and if you look at the catholic religion they give you the bread that symbolizes the flesh of our lord yeah of jesus christ so when they start taking, tearing apart the baby and they start eating him, it's because they're doing it in the name of God because they want, they want to be, uh, they want to have him, they want to have him in him, his blood and his flesh. Which, well, we're not going to go through the religion part of like actual. No, but no, but that's the thing is like but that's what his that's the symbolism of what he put in there. But also, mm-hmm. I think also it shows. I don't know if he was trying to do this because that's why it was so weird. He was showing how disrespectful people are to just because when people start coming in, disregarded whether they're invited or whatever, they just ruin the place. I mean, you even had some people who were painting, say, "Hey, I'll do this for you," you know. But she never asked you to change, make a change. She didn't tell you to, "Hey," and you know, other things are going around that's messed up. But they're trying to do things their way instead of what's correct no and here's the thing this movie is based on religion though it no, is it, it is so it is. to say that or try not to mention religion in this movie is kind of it, it it's it doesn't go with it because it's all about religion and because darren aronofsky wanted to show how horrible humanity is well, because I'm- of god that's what he's trying to show in this movie. He wants to show you how ugly humanity can be everything because of God. Because everything he everyone everything they did is in the name of God. That's why they say I want something from him like people would go in steal stuff it's like I need something from him very desperate, you know, even even wars, famine, uh destruction Everything that humanity has ever done, it's been mostly 
because of God, because of religion. I, I don't know how to say about that. Oh yeah, I mean it is, it, it is an interesting take, uh, but for me, I always think of the the people within there, because you have Ed Norton, uh, Ed Harris, and Michelle Pfeiffer, which is symbolizing as a. Uh, Adam and Eve, right? Mm-hmm. And how the first humans, right? And you know, the Javier original was sins. like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna do this." And the original the, sins, yeah. And what? But see, I don't understand. They broke, they broke that little charm thing, or whatever. I forgot what what that that crystal thing. Was. It was the heart of the previous, the, the the first wife. Yeah, they broke that, and then he he instead of throwing them out, he just says, hey, he, he'll make sure that you, they can ever come into that room again. Mm-hmm. So I guess, I don't but know. Here's the thing. All of this already happened. Yeah. All of this already happened. And it, it's been happening time and time again. The apocalypse is. And that's why, that's why there's a line that Jennifer Lawrence says, right after they sit down to have the last dinner, it says, let the apocalypse begin. Huh. I did not. I did not. Oh yeah. Once there's that. once once Jennifer Lawrence she finds out that she's pregnant with the baby. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. They sit down. Once he finished writing his manuscript or whatever he wrote, she prepares the Last Supper for him and her. And after that, she says, "You know what? Let the apocalypse begin." And that's when everything starts going crazy. Yeah. And at that point, I mean, you're just watching chaos. Yeah. I mean, I, I swear to God, even in the ending, this is one. Okay, I'll say this is one of those movies in which you ha- you can't watch once. You have to rewatch it. To I mean, it's and most and, and and unlike most, like even Black Swan, Black Swan, I kind of understood it the first time around. Mm-hmm. Second time around, you kind of get more whatever you know. You can see more symbolism, but this one, I'm just I don't know. Did I did I like it? Yes, is it something that you can keep in your house? I I don't know. I I can't. I can't. But Darren no, Aronofsky film. It's just it's it's so eerie. It is. But the thing I love about it is all the symbolism. I love being entertained and having to rewatch to be able to understand more and more again. That's when you know it's a good movie and good writing. So do you have a DVD? Do you have the DVD of this? Well, I bought the digital. Every, like the moment it came out out of theaters. Do they have like special features on that? Um, I'm pretty sure there is, so I can oh. I can definitely let you know. Huh. Mm. Well, do you have any more you do uh, you wanna talk uh, about? About mother? Yeah. Well, it's just it gets uh, it's just it really just what I said summarizes the entire movie. It's just the entire cruelty of humanity and the worst things about them, you know, God welcomes it, regardless of who you are, what you've done. God invites you over to his house and he's okay with it because you love him because you love his work and that's actually what jennifer lawrence was trying to get rid of she's like i don't understand why you have him around just get rid of them but he didn't want to because he was selfish and he just loved the attention everyone was giving him because it fuels him that's (laughs) a i mean it's a strong intake and i know that's true i just i don't know i don't (laughs) <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm just, I don't uh, technically agree with all that, but I'm just, I, I can see through his previous films how he feels. Because even with uh, when he did Noah, mm-hmm. he had that s- kind of same type of um, idea shaped in that movie too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
I, it's here's the thing. I I uh I met uh Matthew Libatique, which is the cinematographer for Aaron Aronofsky. They're really good friends. And for this film? Yeah. I oh. got a chance to meet him. And okay. uh, I talked to him. I was like, "Oh, I watched Mother. It was great." And he started telling me how that it was shot in 35 millimeter film. He shot it on uh, film. I think it was 16 millimeter, I believe. I can't recall really well. But he said there's a lot of people who didn't like it for that reason. Okay, yeah. So it, I know it didn't do good in the box office. Mm-mm, it didn't. And I know it's it's a hard it's a his movies are are hard sellers. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of them are I because mean, they're hard to watch. He, the thing about Aronofsky, he really shows people for who they are about their worst side uh, yeah and not, he's really good at that but not a lot of people want to see i exactly. mean there's, there's a thing where you see, uh i heard about it. they they give you a test like if you try to do this try look in the mirror and give yourself a high five right every day and see if you can do that and a lot of people are saying like no because a lot of times when you look themselves in the mirror it's kind of hard to see who they are sometimes and because to, they're not proud of what they're seeing. You're right. So, you know, I mean, that's just human. But I mean, that's maybe human nature. But it's just, mm-hmm. it's how we look. I mean, it's so hard to look. I mean, most people don't see themselves as a... And what Aaron, what Aaron Aronofsky does is to show that side. The side that people don't want to show. So, yeah. and, and he's really good at it. And, and this time in Mother, he actually showed how bad humanity can be in the name of god yeah i mean that's why a lot of people didn't like it especially because it was slow and because it had a lot of symbolism that that um that didn't agree with their beliefs yeah Mm -hmm. i I, I can see that Mm -hmm. i wonder what movie he's doing next oh he just did um the one with uh brandon fraser whale whale he did that one Ugh. i haven't seen that movie I hate that guy. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't hate Brandon. I don't hate Darren Aronofsky, but I'm oh. telling you, he he hits you with his movies, and it's again every movie he did, it's like a inner, it's an inner look in yourself, mm-hmm. see who you are. Oh yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I you know personally, I haven't seen well yet. I do want to see it. I know Brendan Fraser's. Hey, here is spoiler. Brendan Fraser's going to win the Oscar for best pick for best actor. Okay. Oh, really? Are you, are you giving that proje- that projection? Oh well, he won. He won for um, f- uh, Actors Guild Award. I think mm-hmm. he won for that and Golden Globe. So you know those two things. If you win it, you're pretty much set. And it's a who doesn't like Brendan Fraser? You don't. I I, I love Brendan Fraser. Oh, I thought you were talking. I thought you were talking about Brandon. Okay, never mind. No, Brandon. No, Brandon okay. Fraser. Love that guy. I, I hope everything for the best for that guy because. And so, I hear there's, he's going to do another uh, a movie with Martin Scorsese. Oh, mm-hmm. I wonder what. The, see, look, one role changes everything. Yeah. Awesome guy. Um, so let's move on with the other movie, the movie that actually might have been running of the best best picture this year. For the Oscars, yeah. I'm excited about that one. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It was a good movie. Now, this is your, you watched it, your first time watching this week. Yeah, I watched it yesterday night. So, okay, before you watch it, what did you think this movie, like, what was your perspective first of this? Like, what did you... I didn't know what to expect. All I know was about the multiverse. That's all I knew about it. I know. And I know, here's the thing, with the whole Marvel, Doctor Strange, different people talking about multiverse, I, you know, it was kind of like, ugh, another one? And Yeah, but when the- I saw that it was a 24 movie, I was like, okay, 
I'm watching because it, we know that A24 movies actually makes good movies. Oh, yeah, they they are not like they're like this generations of Lion Gate back in the days, mm-hmm. and they have hidden misses. There's not like I say, not all their movies are good. Yeah, but damn, they this one I mean, and low budget too. And for I think I I would say first um, directors. Dan Kwan and Daniel Schrenet. I don't know how to say, if I said that right. The thing about this movie is that in order to, for it to be a sci-fi movie and about the multiverse and be nominated for Best Picture, it says something about that movie, that it's that good. Because even with all the Avengers, like you said, you know, the Marvel Universe and whatever, none of them got nominated for a movie, for Best Movie in the Oscars. Well, of course not. You don't, I don't think... The I think Joker was the first time there any superhero, I don't want to say superhero film, but rarely do superhero films ever get knowledge for acknowledged for, you know, Oscar nominations because it's mm-hmm. just a fun film. It's, there's no actual real story, mm-hmm. which I am I don't know, saying it's not a film, kind of I get it I get it, but, but still for a movie for a multiverse for a sci-fi movie like that to be able to be well, nominated my. My hats off. So let's before we uh, go into it, let's talk about what it is about. It's um so IMDb. I'm just gonna read it. A middle-aged Chinese immigrant is swept into an insane adventure as she alone can exist by exploring the other universe, and that's that's a horrible. But basically, <laughs> that's, 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 I don't you don't get nothing from that. Basically, Michelle Kwan is she uh, plays as Evelyn, who is a laundromat. Um, owner with mm-hmm. her husband and she one day her husband you know she he i guess he's from another uh, multiverse and says hey you know something's gonna happen do do certain things be ready and be ready mm-hmm. and all this and the thing about this movie okay so let's this movie is about a chinese family which shocking chinese you're Chinese? I thought you were black. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, I'm mixed culture. But growing up in a Chinese house, this movie resonated with me a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that they were eating, uh, with chop- they, were, they were mixing noodles in a pan with chopsticks, my grandma used to do. Uh, even the dialogues that we ha- you have with, um, chi- with Asian parents, you know, every the scenery. And this movie, I don't know, everything about it. It's just wow. This is how it. Unless you're like, a, I guess most immigrant families, we do have hard time showing emotions to the younger oh, absolutely. generations. Absolutely, even or with even my own understanding. Mother. Yeah, even with my own mother, like my entire family, they don't talk about their feelings, <laughs> and not Mexican. <laughs> and you know, in this one, you know, uh, her daughter uh, Joy is uh, gay, mm-hmm. and she's been trying to tell her, hey, you know, I'm trying to introduce my my girlfriend to. And the mom, she's okay. With, she's, I mean, like, okay. So even with any immigrant, they're okay with it. But kind of like, you know how we like we kind of like sweep it under the rug. Like, okay, yeah. like I get it, but the, I, we don't don't talk to me because I don't want to have to deal with. Don't this. tell your grandfather. Yeah, don't tell your grandfather because you know You're you know how. <laughs> I tell you, we were like your grandparents were like it's old 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 school. So just the thought of it being that they're like I don't get it, you know. <laughs> yeah it's like you don't want to kill your grandfather before time yeah. yeah and that's actually one of the lines in the movie it is and, mm-hmm. it, and it i was when i heard that i'm like yeah I, i've heard right. i heard that so many times mm-hmm. but of course the multiverse comes in and the her apparently joy in a different alpha universe it's called the alpha universe 
her Evelyn was so smart that she got Joy to, I guess, connect to all the universe in the world. And when she got to that, Joy realized the meaning of nothingness because she was everywhere at once. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so you know that that itself is kind of like okay, I get it, but the symbolism of what life is now if you if you know everything you can have everything what's the point of it mm-hmm. and that kind of like reg but you know that kind of and it, it was an interesting take of how we see things if that makes sense mm-hmm. because you know we go through all these things and you kind of like wondering okay we know the ending we know what's going on but why why are we here what's our what's the point of having you know even if living a life where we're depressed i think i think the symbolism there is that you have to accept uh, joy accepts that she's gonna die anyways and there's well I, I guess the symbolism is that if you're gonna die what does everything else matters and the side of the mom i forgot evelyn, evelyn she said that you can make the best out of your life but living by the moment living well, in present time correct and even for evelyn at first when she was going through those taxes, she was saying, oh, I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to try this. And we realized that she, there was a lot of, in a different universe, she was all these different things mm-hmm. that she wished she was. Mm-hmm. And, but, okay, but even with all that, she didn't have her family, mm-hmm. which is, which, of course, in, in all, I don't know, I want, I want to say all Asian, because I think this is not an all Asian film. This is actually, I would say immigrant film because the are the culture of family unity is really strong in, mm-hmm. in i mean i would say it is with american stuff but it's prominent in in immigrant culture mm-hmm. you know yeah, even in hispanic cultures family is huge it's like it's everything to hispanics right and that's why i said immigrant i mean i, I don't want to say like just you know specific but in like especially for really asians they're they're really about their family and how yeah. we ha- sticking together and how even with everything you can, you could be the simple life of who's around. And, and I don't know if you realize, but I don't know if this is true or not. But what, from what I can remember is that in all the other parallel universes, she was alone. She, she was didn't alone. have the life that she had now, which is a family life. Mm-hmm. In all the other multiverses, she did not have a family like she does in this one, which is why the joy in in her time and in her universe was not bad because they had the unity of family right i mean even with the uh alpha universe it was she treated her daughter as a test subject which is why she is the main the main villain right mm-hmm. so i mean it and so that's why the movie is like that but before we go on let's talk about the cast Mm-hmm. Now, Michelle Yeoh, who I mean, if you're not, if you don't know anything about kung fu movies, she is a Chinese icon. Uh, she, uh, we, every movie, any movie she was in, everyone knows about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just the girl. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis plays has a small role in this as I don't know her. Uh, she was a tax girl. <laughs> yeah, right. IRS agent. Yeah, oh, IRS. Yes. Yeah. But the biggest surprise is. Okay. His name is Ki Yong Kwong. But you may know him from Data on the Goonies or um, uh, what was his name from Temple of Doom? Uh, Short, shortstop. And also you 
in the rush hour. He was he was a, he was. I a, am you. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, that's him. Oh my god! Okay, I, I didn't. I did like, not know I, that. I'm not you. <laughs> now, yeah, that was a surprise, surprise because I, again, I did not know who that guy is until he started talking. I'm like, oh my god, that's short. That's short. Where have you been? <laughs> you know yeah. where? Like, you wonder about all these child actors, and you're thinking, oh, they're gonna be in movie. I mean, even if for him himself, and I'm really going for him specifically because. He hasn't been acting for 20 years. And what he quoted, he was saying how it wasn't until um, the rich Asian movie, which I, that's not, that's not every, that's, that's Singaporeans. Okay. That's not rich Asians. Not, not, that's not crazy. That's just Singaporeans. He realized that, Hey, maybe there's a, there's an, a, you know, a market for Asian, you know, actors out. And of course, Shang-Chi, that, that became a big thing. So his agent, he was like, "Hey man, I wanna, I wanna go back into acting. Get me a run." And this was the first one he got to. So I am glad to see. I mean, he's even gonna be in uh, the MCU now. I don't know what. Really? Character. They put him in. They announced that he's gonna have a, uh, an appearance there. Well, that's Hopefully. awesome. Okay. Right. I mean, this is a good year for comeback actors. Brendan Fraser, Kiwan Kwam. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis has she been? She's been not really in the spotlight, but it's always good to see her in anything, really. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the movie True Lies. Oh, she was great in that movie. Okay, so again, this is my James Cameron, uh, you know, crush. <laughs> he is he can't make a he can't make a flop. I mean, even with that, one, I didn't even know he did that. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it, and I'm like, oh, that is so James Cameron. So and she did such a good job in that. Movie, oh, she so. did. Her and Arnold's, uh, you know, chemistry there. Mm-hmm. Now, would I ever believe that they would ever hook up together? Not really. Anyways, but moving on from that. No, I'm just saying, like, it was, she, it's good to see her. Here's the thing, man. I, we could talk about James Cameron with you for an entire episode. That's why I'm trying to move this thing along. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. <laughs> um, Stephanie Sue, Su, yeah, that's how I say her name. All, all Asian actress. Uh, I haven't seen her in a lot of movies. Uh, but she did, she was, she was a very good, would, she, would you call her a villain in this movie? I mean, she did. She did kill people, and she was a little... Yeah, but, she was a villain. But she seemed more like a vic- victim, really. I mean, she, think about it. She was going through a tantrum. And, again, the whole thing with the bagel and she trying to reach the bagel is... People were saying, basically, it's her trying to commit suicide because of how, you know, how meaningless she felt life was. Yeah, and that's why she was trying to bring her mother with her. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, she was a protagonist, but again, it the best protagonist. Wait, pro, yeah, protagonist. I guess as a main actress. A main okay. actor. But the main villain, you would say, you kind of have to feel for, because in some ways, I mean, you can feel like, okay, yeah, she, yeah, there's, there's nothing else she can do. Antagonist. Antagonist. Is, is that what you're? Yeah, looking for? yeah, I know. <laughs> I was trying. I was flowing too much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she. Great actress, great role. She she can. The thing about this movie, and what you gotta realize it, it's a silly film. It's so it's so stupid. There's so many stupid parts. Like how they okay. So there's a way that they go into a different universe, and they have to do something so extreme that it wouldn't happen unless unless it was just you know out of the blue. Mm-hmm. So for like the 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 the, the hacky sack, not hacky, but the 
the scene where Ki, uh, Wayman Young fought with his like uh, belt buckle thing. Oh my god. And when they sat in the dildos, with yeah. the dildos, oh my god, I was dying. Enough. And that's the only way for them to like change from different universe and get their powers. <laughs> you gotta sit in the butt plug in order to be able to fight in the multiverse. First of all, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't really a butt plug. It was an award. No, and then but it, it was, was a butt dildo. plug. And then oh yeah, no, but it was a butt plug. Yeah, it was. They had to stick it up their butt. Yeah, that, yeah. And then the the part where they're actually fighting, remember? Oh. And the guy is naked, but they just have like this blurred out part of his junk that was, I was like oh my god that's variation <laughs> it's, it's so it's such this is one of those movies where it's it will make you laugh out loud mm-hmm. but when it hits you you're like oh god damn you movie yeah at the end is usually they get you at the end with that movie oh, especially if you're if uh, my mom she saw this and she goes oh this is a mother-daughter movie <laughs> And I was like, it is. Yeah, it is. But you know how they're the trying connection. to kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about how, uh, how how they fought. So in this movie, she was like, they're using her fist and she used it as combat. Like how to conflict a problem, you know, you use your fist. Yeah, but in order to fight, you had to tap into another multiverse to get their, um, I guess, their skill. And then it happens in the present tense. Right. Once you tap into their skill, you can use it. It's kind of crazy what she gone through. Remember, she, uh, let me see. She was a, a hibachi cook. That's how she was able to. Tw- then she was a sign twirler. And then she was and a. The a, sausage fingers. The sausage wiener fingers. fingers. I'm sorry. <laughs> she was also a uh, kung fu artist, which, yeah. But remember, she had that, that big ass pinky oh that was. Oh my God, that, the, the swole had... pinky. <laughs> yeah, that was, she used to do push ups with her pinky. But the dumbest one, let, oh, yeah, okay, dumbest one is remember sh- uh, there was a scene where she had to go on a guy's back because there's like a ratatouille. Oh, yeah, the, rat- the ratatouille reference, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she had to jump on top of him to make him happy. It's like, all right, let's go get your raccoon. Raccoon. Uh, uh, let's go get raccoon. He jumps on his, on, on his back and starts like handling him like the raccoon was. <laughs> oh my gosh. I swear to God, I can watch. This is one of those movies you can watch over and over again, mm-hmm. just because it's so it's so stupid. But it's here's it's the so thing, it's silly, but it's good humor though. Yes, it's not like stupid humor. It's like silly humor that just makes you giggle. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the and again, of course, the core message is still there. And uh, the fact, okay, so another one symbolism I would have to, I want to talk about is. The googly googly eyes. Now, did you did you get that? Oh, of course, absolutely. So, for Asian for Asian culture, eyes is what. So you don't okay for Asian culture, you don't draw the eyes until the very end, right? Because it gives you it gives soul to that character once you make the eyes. So when they put a googly eyes on there, they're basically putting like life into objects that's why the husband said it's like oh he's a happy now yeah (laughs) but again googly eyes we don't put googly eyes on everything but eyes in general so his his character was just basically giving life to that world in which she was so stressed about like you know Mm -hmm. and the rock scene when they had googly eyes in the rock that was most weird like i know that multiverse because the fact that she remember okay there's a scene in which um, Steph, um, Joy, and Evelyn, they're like sitting next to her, and she goes, 
she and uh, Evelyn's like, I'm gonna go and hug you. She goes, No, mom, stop, mom, stop. <laughs> they, they roll down the hill, uh-huh. but you can see the eyes, and they're trying to have this con- non-conversation eyes mm-hmm. with with their, just the eyes because there's no dialogue with rocks. But here's the thing: that was a symbolism of the dad being everywhere. Even though Evelyn wasn't happy with her husband, he was everywhere. All those little eyes yeah. was from him. Because he was putting him in all the other things just to make things good, just yeah. to make them cute, just to make a little piece of happiness on everything. Is that so different in which we kind of are used to in film? In which, like the men, okay, so most of the time, movies, I would say this, I don't know if it's true, but the men are supposed to be, are normally the the gritty guys and the wives are the ones supposed to try to bring things together and try to be all like, hey, let's come together. But his character was, hey, you know, take life, take don't be a serious. Like everything will be okay. He's always trying to coach mm-hmm. Evelyn up the whole it's time. Against, it's against the, the, the stereotype, I guess you want to say, because she's supposed to be, like you said, she's supposed to be the, the warm, fuzzy yeah. one. But instead... The man is is the warm and fuzzy one, and trying to keep the high spirits because Evelyn is a hard worker, and she had it, the reason she's a hard worker is because she had to prove her dad that she could be better than a man. Oh, mm-hmm. now that she talked about that, mm-hmm. immigrant, uh, our culture with proving parents that we are better—that's another one that Ugh, I know. Even with Hispanics, man, ah. it, it's something that you just have to to you. You die trying. You basically <laughs> you die trying because you never you never accomplish it. I you know okay, it is hard to even say. Yeah, I'm proud of you, kid. Yeah, I, I I don't think I ever heard it from my mom. I mean, and James Hong. Like if you he been in so much movies, I don't know how. The one I remember him is from Big Trouble Little China. He was the uh, the main villain there, but he did a lot of roles. Mm-hmm. Him as a dad of just. You know, hard-headed, I don't know anything of the world. And she had to prove, I don't know why she had to prove too much of him from him. But I think that's just the culture, Asian culture of you have to, your dad doesn't recognize your accomplishments. Yeah, because I guess in in their eyes, that's something that you're just supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like, and, what do you mean? Yeah. It's like, it's just something that you're supposed to be doing. So why am I congratulating you for? It's oh. something that you should already be doing. I mean, and, and that's something that they all say. It's like for Asians, like, why aren't you a doctor? If you're a doctor or a lawyer, I don't care. <laughs> what? You got A's? No, A plus. A minus? No, A plus. <laughs> A plus. I'm telling you, man. I've I've heard, I, and not just from school. I remember, like, oh my other, oh man, their parents were so hard on them, and the fact that I think all of them was valedictorians or. Had, a like A plus students, and I'm just like wow. Well, I don't know. I've met some some Asians that uh, they're not that smart. Oh, that their parents are not that hard on them. Really? Mm-mm. Man, they had the, they had an easy life. What? <laughs> I'm telling you, I my friend, I had my friend David, and seriously, we had to ask his dad, ask his, I think his mom, yeah, I I can if he can come out, and it was one of those weird things, like I. I was just like, wow, like, can they come out? Are they even allowed to? Are they going to have fun? <laughs> yeah. But, same thing uh, Same thing in the Hispanic uh, family home, man. Like, even with my mom, she even on weekends, she wanted me, she wanted me home before midnight. You have to be home before midnight, at least before No, 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 at 18 home. or 19. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's how strict my mom was. Yeah. yeah. 
and you see my little brother and you know he goes to sleep till like four in the morning and no one uh, says even... anything anymore and i tell him I was like dude you are so lucky you know with me they were so strict and they're so easy on you i was like well you okay. know <laughs> well you know after after he they're hard on you and then they're like, eh, well, this one we'll figure it out. And here's the thing. You're left off being as a bad guy. Me, at least as a, as a big brother, I'm seeing as a bad guy now <laughs> because I'm doing what they were doing to me. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, you got to be, take it easy on him. You know, life <laughs> yeah. is hard. It's like, if you would have seen this a long time ago, it was like, if he was doing what, if I did that and you, it, it, oh, my God. If I were to do half of the things that my brother doesn't get, gets away with, I, I would be grounded for an eternity. Oh God, I, I second that. There's a lot of things I'm just, I look at them and I'm like, I love you, but <laughs> you are, you don't know the struggle. But then again, they don't know the struggle that we had. I mean, growing up too, we had no internet. There's a lot of things that we had to grind on, but that's here or there. I mean, I'm just saying the younger you are, the better, the better you are have it i guess i guess my 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 older brother he gives me he tells me that's all the time like you don't know what we had to i'm like yeah i kind of do i just <laughs> yeah I but anyway my mom loves me more no i'm just kidding okay i'm just kidding bro moving back to the uh to the movie but again this movie is i okay first of all let's just rate it real quick i think this is an instant classic oh yeah instant will this win best picture I don't know. Oof. I mean, Cause it, it might be like a runner-up, I want to say. Um, well, I guess already all the nominated movies are already runner-ups. So it's really just the winner. Yeah, there's only one winner. Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, here's the thing. It had a great... It, when it first came out, it had a great hype. A lot of people was just like, okay, this has to be the movie of the year. Mm-hmm. But as gone as you know, you know how it is. Like after the Oscar, the first buzz of a movies and newer and come out, like everyone likes the newer stuff. They're even considering Avatar as well. Okay, here's the thing: if you're gonna go strictly on technique, I can't disagree because there's so much things that that we don't. No one will ever know how he did it. Well, I mean, people he'll come up with a masterclass and tell you how he did it mm-hmm. but again i think uh the next episode that we're gonna do is gonna be on the oscars well let's real quick before yeah we will uh, but we'll discuss what what's what's this uh movie's running up to it's real quick um the quiet place on the western front that movie i don't want to watch i mean i do want to watch it because it's a wharf it's it's gonna be good but it's gonna it's so sad um avatar uh, Banshees of Incernian that's the one with uh, Colin Farrell Elvis is here wow I didn't like I don't think that deserves in there I haven't watched it uh, The Fablemans which is the movie about uh, Steven Spielberg and how he grew up okay. knowing film mm-hmm. that one might have a chance just because it's Spielberg it's Steven Spielberg yeah uh, Tar uh, that's the Kate Blanchett movie which that's an interesting movie but I haven't I watched know. it uh, Triangle of Sadness. Wow. And is Whale there? No. Oh, okay. It's not. A, it's not a great movie. It's just a great acting performance, and we'll talk about that once we get in there. Okay. Um, Triangle of Triangle of Sadness is a good movie, but I don't know if it's gonna that. Too. Top Gun. Wow. Top Gun is nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. I think that just should, should just win based on box office. <laughs> it was a really good movie too. Yeah, but it's not I we it's let's just say it, it's not it's not best picture. 
So of all that, I think this has the best, I'm calling it, I think this has the best chance of winning it. Mm-hmm. Not because, okay, look, I'm, I think one, cultural, ref, uh, cultural. Mm-hmm. it's like a new thing of having these, oh, yeah. you know, all and Chinese. critics class. love diversity. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a well, well-made movie. You can't say it's not well made. No, it's really well made. It's well, it's well written. Um, cinematography, great. Yeah, it was great. Um, action scenes. I mean, everything like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's well made. Even oh, okay, we haven't even gone with the stunt. The stunts were amazing. I mean, it's almost a twist of Matrix and old Chinese movies, which is great. Um, relationships. Yeah, acting. I think it does have a really good chance of winning best movie, though. I do. It does. So, uh, for me, nom- first of all, I would say this is a instant classic. Buy it on DVD. But if you can buy the Blu-ray of just special features of this and see how these, how this low-budget movie was made, because that's one of my things I love watching about. Because some movies should never have been made, or yeah, should have never been made. Not because it's bad, because there's so many obstacles in its place. Mm-hmm. And for this one to get a director who's uh, brand new, to get actor these great actors, Michelle Wan, uh, Michelle Yoon, Jamie Lee Curtis, to actually agree to have to be on this film, that's crazy itself. Because you wouldn't think that they would agree to this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I even think that Michelle Yoon will say that she didn't, she didn't want to do it until she read the script, and she was she realized, oh, this is a weird film but i let's just just try it mm-hmm. i think it might have been a, a favor as well i don't i don't I, I i wonder if that's true too it could be because they have to know someone in there okay. and the fact that it's an all asian cast too mm-hmm. and of course it came out it brought out a new actor that we have not seen for a long time which is I, i'm calling him data i don't know and shorty okay I'm calling him you <laughs> By the way, his name in this movie was uh, Warren, I've got Wayman Young, but no, he's just data to me. Anyways, uh, anything more you want to say before we uh, head out of here? No, I think that. Oh, I asked. I forgot to ask. What do you? What did you rate this movie as? Oh, um, instant classic. It's rare to see that, and this is one thing. It's it's so good. When you see a movie that you unexpected and you can automatically say, wow, I want this in my library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bought it and I do not regret buying it. Oh, yeah. Uh, would you be watching this? this? Is this something you would watch at least once a year? No, this is something I would watch again tonight when I get home because there's so much to it. There is so much. And, you know, I apologize. There's a lot of things that we may have not gone through. There's a lot of, again, a lot of symbolizing mm-hmm. film. But if you watch it, Comment on the on on whatever network or media you see on here. If you have any new things you want to talk about, hey, bring on. Uh, let us know. You know let us keep... know on YouTube. Give us a like and on Facebook and follow us on Spotify, Instagram. And we're all on iTunes, there too. Apple Podcasts, Spotcast, and yeah, you can find all this uh, this uh, all the audio and all the videos on my spotcast.com. Yes, we have it on there place for you. Uh, but yeah, talk, let's talk about this movie because this is something that we will have in a lifetime. I I hope that more people will you know watch this and kind of like dissect it a little bit more and you know we'd love to hear it. their opinions about the movies that we do. You oh. know, correct us if we're wrong. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, except for me, don't <laughs> correct me. No, I'm just kidding. You know, I, I don't care. Say what you want to say. 
But um, yeah, we're going to get out of here. So, of course, uh, thank you for joining us. Hope to see you next week. Uh, as always, this is Daniel. This is Fernando. And uh, good night, guys. Have a good night.